following podcast is wrestling death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Eri Fiend coming out. You stick on, you stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Monkey Talk Man's going to take a bump for this. He's going to bump for it. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. It's coming down. Hello. I don't know the start. It's coming down. You get off the deadly boy, so. Hello, 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 we are the belly boys. So, just uh, balancing out last week, uh, Gredo was doing a wee bit of Selic song singing. I feel sick after singing it. We will welcome to Wrestling Daft, the world's greatest wrestling podcast. So we picture it up there. Uh, you can't see that, you're listening to it as a podcast, you can't see it as a picture. If you're one of our patrons, uh, patreon.com slash wrestling daft become a patron you can you can watch a video of this as well you can see us visually you can see us sitting here in the scud I can't believe this is the first one where the folk can see us I'm a little bag of shite Grado how are you doing I my wonderful up. co-host Grado he's a jet setting man he flew mm-hmm. in to do the podcast today how are you doing my man I'm just knackered man just knackered how was yeah. the flight it was annoying because I f- obviously tried to get here in time but I fell asleep when it was on the runway when I got near my pals told me it was Teenagers to take off, so I knew that was going to be late. So, knowing that I was going to be holding you guys up, I had a wee bit of panic attack. He had a wee panic attack. He is all right now, but he's up to high dough. That's my I'm up to high dough. Hey, I'll tell you, that'll be, a la- that'll be my last. That's the last I did that. Listen, you, my man, <laughs> right, what's up? have you you've not been to any wrestling this past weekend? Oh, have you? thank no. god. Any, have you got any wrestling news though? Have you got any oh, personal, yes, personal, yes, personal? Yes. Fucking yes. So, Saturday the 14th of March at the Pavilion Grado's Big Family Wrestling Bash. Mm-hmm. I've managed to persuade him to do it. He's going to do it. Please welcome. Well, he's not here now, actually. I don't know why I'm saying please welcome. <laughs> introducing to <laughs> the room. Introducing to the room on the 14th of March will be at Grado's Big Family Wrestling Bash, part three. Noam Dar. Noam Dar's going to be there in the pavilion. Coasting me a name on the leg. Has Noam Dar ever wrestled in the pavilion before? I think he did actually years ago for PBW. Don't say that. Don't be talking about. PBW, don't be. They're, 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 we tried to get um, we tried to get kid fight on this show, didn't we? What did he say? No. And he was too busy putting up posters. He says, <laughs> "That's, a promoter, That's, a, promoter That's a promoter for you. That's a promoter for you. That's a promoter for you. Respect the kid fight." By the way, I just want to see. He's putting up posters, man, and I'm just sitting here like that, going, "No one does going to be on the show." Um, okay, so we've got some. I've got no news really. I've just been working away looking after these oh, babies. Oh, no, hold on a minute. You have good news. I saw I very rarely go on Twitter these days, but I noticed that your, oh, yeah. your show's been commissioned. Well, my sitcom... Does that mean I'll get a wee part? You're in enough, I think. <laughs> no, you've got to say that. And you're enough. I think I would overexpose you if you were also in this. I'm overexposed um, enough, trust me. The uh, the Scots, <laughs> which is the BBC sitcom pilot we did, that also has... It's also, you know, very related to wrestling as well, because obviously Jester, Jester's Jester is in it. Um, it's went to series, so Jester will be back. As a obviously as a regular character every week in the Scots. So if you're a if you're a Jester fan out there, then you better So let me ask you a ch- question. He'll be chopping the wrestling soon because he's gonna be a telly star. Moving on. We get correspondence for the last episode. I love doing this because because this is what it's all about for me. Uh, communication Cradle. with the fans. It's eh? about communicating with the fans. 
Last week, Sparkle the Great came on with some suggestions of sound effects we can play between our sections. We asked if you had any suggestions to, you know, we fire them in. You know, we like the sound effect stuff. Chris, out there, wants to hear the Jericho countdown clock on the show. It's fucking magic, isn't it? What is that? Is this what we're doing every week? We're just... Davey Lad on Twitter would like a Ric Flair woo right. in between. I'd like that to be my doorbell. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody just comes to the door, a postman. Yeah, can I tell you something? Aye. I've started no answering the door. What do you mean? <laughs> to anybody? I've stopped it, man. It annoys me. So, uh, yes, right yesterday, hard, yesterday morning I was getting ready to get picked up to go down to the football. Somebody chatted to my door like And I went, I'm not answering the door, that feeble chap. No way, right. man. So it annoys me. I'm what like, if? What if? Anyway. It was a takeaway you'd ordered. Can I just say something? Aye. I'm very glad you brought up takeaway because I am not happy. Because actually, previous 12 hours to before I dinged the door, right? I ordered a just eat, right? I thought to myself, I'm hungry, but I'm not that hungry, right? Aye. I says, no, I can go. A wee plate of chips and cheese, right? Chips and cheese, that's all I want, right? Uh -huh. and need I what? Need nah, I never usually. No, 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 just chips and cheese this time. Cheese, donor meat. Donor meat, a wellness policy, right? Yeah, so yeah. I had to just get chips and cheese, right? Fucking hell. Guess what turned up? G take a guess. Uh, just chips. Oh, you're fucking joking. Just chips. And then I was thinking to myself, right, they're going to get Galloway cheese for the, the fridge and start grating fucking cheese on it. I just, know what I done? I turned two bits and shoved it in the bin and fucking left a rating on it and went, I ordered chips and cheese, got no cheese, it's not hard, one star. Why did you not just get in touch with them and say, listen... Because mate. it was late at night. It was about quarter to midnight. Oh, so you were trying to get in under the fucking yep, wire. I was. That old one, the so, panic, but, the fucking yep, panic. Aye, it was a panic one, it was. It was a panic one. What's still open? What's still open? Anyway, aye, what's still, still open? open? You know, that. Aye, right. And what's, you know, what's quick? You know, because they might aye, cancel aye. it. Because sometimes I've done that where I've ordered it right and it's all right. And they've been aye times running. Nah, fuck that, mate, aye. But how can you get chips and cheese rang? You know what I mean? Sean Cooper on Twitter wants a favour for Gredo. All right. He says, I am taking my six-year-old son to his first wrestling show at the Civic in April. And he has asked if AJ Styles will be there. Gradle, could you therefore don a wig and learn the phenomenal forearm or his <laughs> night will be ruined? <laughs> yeah. I like that. That was good. That's funny. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I uh, copied AJ Styles once in a match in uh, this company called <coughs> TNA. Uh, oh, no. aye, aye, aye. Oh. Heard of him. <laughs> and uh, it was the match I'd done with Spud. And I was, oh my God, I went and got a spray tan during the day. You actually seen the nick of me. They were like, what volume do you want to go for? And I went, the very highest. You honestly, I look like a shite. <laughs> I look like a shite. And I said, sweet to God, right? And we had to do all the kind of copycat moves, kind of like mm -hmm. WWF and all that. And Al Snow was giving it, look, go for the rock bottom, span out, go for the RK or whatever. And but Austin he's went, no, don't do WWF moves, do TNA moves. Like, you know, copy TNA guys. And I was like, that's a good shout. So there's this amazing gif. See if you, you can put it in the Patreon bit. I'll try to show you right where I, where I get spud and he's in between my legs and I did a kind of where aye, aye. him's up like that yep. just before I did the, the what do you call it? What's his finishing move again? Uh, Styles Clash. Styles Clash. I want. And I just went up to my face right to the camera and that's big, big <laughs> shitey face, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then he gives me the backdrop and all that. That's good. We honestly we ruined wrestling that day, man. <laughs> 
Last week we were asking for wrestlers meeting bands and now on Twitter it appears to progress to bands, musicians and even random celebrities and what their finishers, finishers would be. I bet this is going to be brilliant. I'm a fucking professional comedy writer. I'm going to enjoy reading this shit out. James Brookfield <laughs> kicked this off with um, Blondie, Blondie and the Atomic Leg Drop. Garbage. David Bowie, David Bowie with the pile drive in Saturday. And Radiohead with it one plus two equals three. I'm lost. James Brookfield, could you please stop listening to this show? <laughs> I've never done this before. I have never actively asked somebody to stop listening to the show. <laughs> but that was so shite that I just don't want you as a listener. Andy Mute, I'm only joking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking cruelest. Sign up for the Patreon, James. Aye. Sign up, only four dollars or whatever the fuck it is. Andy Muirhead needs to be dollars, by the way. Get doing that fucking bureau de change. The bureau de change. <laughs> get doing the fucking change and get us some fucking dollars. <laughs> Andy Muirhead weighs in with Kenneth Williams and the RKO matron. That's good. Jeffers Kale has a few as well. Britney Spears with the Britney Spear. This is fucking the worst section they were actually quite good last week Chris Rhea and the Crossroads to Hell and the band Five Star of course with the Five Star Frog Slash Terrible Toast McSavage has Metallica with the Creeping Death Valley Driver Adele with Rolling in the Deep Six and Leonard Skinner with the Sweet Home Alabama Slam and the best we reckon well let's see what the fucking best is will we the best of this bunch he suggested Stevie B has suggested George Michael with the Careless Whisper in the Wind Followed up by the snappy snaps suplex. I think that's all right. Well, why are you not laughing, mate? <laughs> <laughs> You're on camera here. <laughs> yeah. Fucking delete all that. That's terrible. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. See, Thank you so much to Chris Jack, by the way. See how you say that rules of change, right? You think it's mm. funny when, when folk from Scotland say the change bit because. See, now I was in the fire brigade, right? I was mm. going to watch strangers play in Romania, right? And it's funny when you hear um, Scottish folk pronounce things in a foreign way. Because it was my, my boss and she was quite serious, right? And I was quite fearful because she was quite stern and yeah, quite yeah, old yeah, school yeah. and all that. She could have, right? And, and I was asking for advice about going to Romania and what I should do for getting money. And she went, well, once you get to Romania. Once <laughs> <laughs> right? you get to Romania. <laughs> As soon as you get out of the airport, just head straight to the Bureau de Change. laughed in her face, man. I was like, what? Say that again. Once you get to Romania and you get through the airport, head straight to the Bureau de Change. Bureau de Change. Thank God Gredo's here. Thank you so much to Chris Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Still laughing. <laughs> the Bruges songs. She's been thinking part, man. <laughs> Chrissy Jack <laughs> has got involved in the non wrestling fans day wrestling catchphrase. <laughs> he's got his daughter to be Hulk Hogan, though she seems to think he's got a bit of a weird foot fetish. What? Evie, what does Hulk Hogan say? Look, my toes are something, right? <laughs> That's class. See if I can play that again. Evie, what does Hulk Hogan say? Lick my toes or something, brother. Lick my toes. <laughs> Lick my toes or something, brother. That's class. What the hell's going on there, mate? Mate, this is weird. Right, if you want to get in touch with us with any of that stuff, 
or any random wrestling related stuff you want to tell us about just get get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast or just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or just email a voice clip or a video some kind of video right a secret video to wrestlingdaft at gmail.com now it's time for the business side of things we've just got ourselves a Patreon page. We've already got some patrons on there. Just in case you don't know what Patreon is, it's a subscription service you can sign up for. And for a small payment each month, we can give you access to even more content from Wrestling Daft. Up there just now, you can check out a video from SWA, Scottish Wrestling Alliance, in 2006, where you can see a video of Grado before he was Grado and Finn Balor before he was Finn Balor. So we've set up three tiers which you can choose to get involved with at patreon.com slash wrestling daft. Tier 1. Now, if you decide to go down this route, you're going to be called a Cruiserweight Champion, which is $4, which approximates to £3 a month. On that, you get patron-only chat community. Add three versions of all episodes you don't need to listen to the episode, don't need to listen to the adverts. You can get a full unedited version, so if we decide to curse once or twice too many and John decides to delete it, you're getting that back. Random bonus content, it could be anything. Vote on what you want to see feature in the list of Wrestling Daft, which is very, you know, it's a, it's a good good thing to be able to do. <laughs> sell it, Gray, don't sell it! <laughs> uh, tier 2, you'll be cried the Intercontinental Champion, which is 10 bucks, it's around about £7.70. And you get everything in Tier 1, as well as a video version of the podcast each week. So you get to see what I'm wearing, you can see what Rab's wearing, see what I'm eating. You'll probably notice how many times I take a hook at my buzz. You can see what's in my wee bum bag here. I'm opening it now to show what's in it. And oh my only, god. Only the viewers will see what that is. What age you? <laughs> <laughs> Tier 3. Now you're the World Heavyweight Champion at this point. Which is 20 bucks a month. That's about £15. And you can get everything in the previous tiers as well as a, wink, a welcome phone coffee one. That's when you phone them. Well, I mean, Bruce Pritchard does it, so if he can do it, you know, we can do it. We can do it. Free tickets to every live event, which we hope to announce soon, as long as you're signed up. So we're going to be starting doing live events soon, which you can see is in person, and uh, you can get involved, ask us questions. It's a good thing. Selfies. To do. Good thing you do. Free tickets to every live event. That's what you're getting, and you get a free wrestling daft shirt of a design of your choice. So uh, you can get the fiend one, the chips and cheese and dollar meat one. <laughs> you going to go through them all. <laughs> Be like Jen. Get the be, be like, like Jen, Jen one. Or what's the one that I've got? Take the bump for you. Right. <laughs> what's the one that I've got? <laughs> Fuck's sake! Anyway, that's probably the worst advert ever. But so, if you fancy any tired, of that, if you fancy any of that, the Grado said, right? Put it through fucking Google Translate. Become one of our patrons. Sign up now at patreoncom daft And listen, if you fucking put up a, a fucking backslash in. You're going to get the fucking shite knocked out of you. We'd love to welcome you into the family. Now, every week, we like to separate the gold birds for the gold dusts. What? What? What the fuck is that mean? Daft, I prefer gold dust. What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean, right? Who? He's just John trying to be right, smart. Right, what does it? John, explain to us what that what fucking means. What does that mean? Means. Well... Gold Stand up so the fucking camera can see you. Don't hide behind that. Right, okay. What does it mean? You're trying to be smart. You're what? trying to be fucking smart. Right, Just fuck up. 
Goldberg's not very good. Goldust is good. Nah, you're oh, at it. No. You try, so, no, try no, to show no, that's up. Because then you would have said separates the Goldust for the Goldbergs. Right, you said we'll Goldberg that, first. Shoot that way, because bury are put over, so you bury the first one. You bury are put over. So Goldberg were burying, Goldust <laughs> were putting over. You were burying, Rob. No, no, but that's not what you say. They separate the men for the. the Aye. The, Men for the boys. Aye. The men for the boys. Separating you know, the, the fucking goats for the fucking sheep or whatever. We fans of the natural. The hang comes first. They're fucking both good. Aye, they're both good. They're actually. fucking both I love good. Goldberg, mate. I fucking Goldberg walks into Goldberg walks into the fucking wrestling, turns up in Raw, and he's the fucking biggest star in the program. Aye. Any fucking week he turns up. You sound like Hangway for your your show there. Who? Walter. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. Goldberg. I love Goldberg anyway. <laughs> right. Right, okay, I'll stop being smart then. <laughs> this week, I'm going to... Who am I going to bury and who am I going to put over this week? This week, I am going to put over... <clears throat> uh, I'm going to put, put over Nick Aldis this week, again, um, for being solid and consistent in the way he is uh, pulling that NWA show uh, into lands unknown. Uh, he's, doing, he's doing a really good job, and I loved, I loved him saying in his promo this week that the success at NWA Power and NWA in general uh, and the money that's coming into it isn't it trickle-down economics, it's nickel-down economics, they said. I love that. No, I love that kind of part. I love that great. kind of part. Now, Rob, that was fantastic, so, Rob. So I'm going to put him over. And who am I going to bury this week? This week, <clears throat> you know what? I think I'm going to bury Velveteen Dream. Now oh. that's came from left side. Now that's came left side. Now... I'm not aware. I've been down in London, guys. You need to. I'm not really burying Velveteen Dream. I'm burying. What's he done? I'm burying the book in a Velveteen What's he done? Dream. Velveteen Dream. They're not trying to. They're trying to push him as almost a, almost a kind of straight baby face now. Right. And it just, it's no quite right for him. It's yet. not hammering home. No, it's not quite right for him yet. I don't think he seems comfortable in the role either. So I'm burying that. I'm burying just that. I'm, I'm worried. A wee bit worried about how they're treating him at the minute. I because two years ago he was this kind of like, uh, you know, this. You know, this essence, this kind of... Yeah, an enig- he was a enigma. enigma right? Aye. But no, the kind of... See, here's the thing. Uh, what do you call them? The Undisputed Era, right? Yeah. They're fucking bland as you like, man. They are. They're fucking boring as fuck, right? And I think the minute you've got Velveteen Dream in that mix with these kind of bland, kind of black-panted fucking guys... It's just there's something that the di- dynamics no right. Anyway, yeah. a lot of black pants in wrestling, aren't there? <clears throat> Too many black pants. Everybody's got their black pants on. You're fucking create a wrestler guy. You're kind of basically right. when you on one of your games where you're going to create a wrestler. It starts off with the fucking black pants guy. Vince just send him out. Aye. He'll do. Send him out. It's cost. It's co- they're saving money, but on gear. Yeah. Because you can buy a pair of black pants off eBay for about twenty bar. Fucking no bother at all. What were you? Then you want to bury or put over? Um, I want to put over the. WWE Ruthless Aggression series on oh, the network. Very good. Wow. Wow. Amazing. The first two, the first one was just kind of about the buy over of WCW. Aye. Second one was about um, John Cena. It was amazing, man. You forget the amount of stuff that he'd done. Mm-hmm. amount of great matches that he had. Cena's yeah. a man. This week was Evolution and it was good because it was showing you all this backstage stuff of Randy Orton and it was showing you that, that they had went to go for... They went for Jindrak. Did you watch aye. it? Yep, aye. And Jindrak apparently J- Jindrak and Orton were in the car with Triple H and they must have burst that he's nothing. And you see him in the fucking footage. Aye. And then, then there's a... Like flicks to them without him. Mm-hmm. He's dubbed, they've just filmed it without him. I think right. that must have been devastating, man. Old but I think he's had a bit of a career in Mexico, and he's 
He's done well for himself. Sure because he's Mexican. He was, he he's Mexican. Right. He seemed fine talking about it. Aye, he, right. he seemed quite. You know what I mean? I mean, they're walking. Like but that, did you, did you see when like, Randy Orton was like getting like the, the cheeky gave to Hunters of fans? Aye, aye. He was like, I'm the boy in turn on. You go. He was a right cunt to folk. When he was a right prick to folk. He was young though, when he was young. Aye, because I think Marcel used to tell me stories about him and Orton, and they were just you know that young, mm-hmm. being on a tail every week. Earning that money, they were just acting like fucking rock stars. Going to their head. Aye, got but you know what? You want a bit of fucking bit of that as well. Oh, well, of course. Well, that's I don't made them. Want, you that's don't made want them being like, no harm to fucking Seth Rollins, right? For example, and I don't know what Seth Rollins is like in his personal life, so this is pure fucking conjecture. Just goes across here, right? that and all that. But you imagine he's just like training and all that and keeping mm-hmm. himself in good shape and all that and watching wrestling and, and training and all that. You want guys fucking fucking, fucking steaming and all that. Because it was that, obviously there was that wee... Um, Smoking hash. What's the, the wee... Uh, fucking taking eckies and all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> taking a wee injecting fucking oh, eckies into their eyeballs and all that. That's what I want. Uh, Ric Flair aye. used to fucking... The things Ric Flair used to do, man. Ric Flair used eckies. to... You can't, obviously you can't say this on a programme, nah, right, because it's like, hang me, but you used to fucking inject heroin. <laughs> but see when you say that, but I always think that, I think that's dead funny you say that, you know, what? you can't say it in a podcast. It's as if Rick Flair's went, somebody's went, Rick, mate, you better fucking, these guys in Scotland on a podcast saying you take eckies. Play the fucking, please, woo. Woo. This is Rick Flair. Was here, this is Rick Flair take after he took an ecky. Woo. <laughs> 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 it makes sense, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, what I put, what's the, buddy? I want to bury the guy on Twitter that noticed that I vape during these shows, which means I can't no longer vape during the podcast. You're and I need to, mate. You've got your vape in your hand now. But I'm not vaping it. The camera's running. I'm not vaping it. And I need to vape, man, because it's got CBD on it. Day one, the new. Right, Paul Cunningham. Go in touch. He wants to bury the way John and Alex say bury on the Marks podcast. Oh, How what? do you say bury? Oh, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I can imagine. Do you say bury? Bury. <laughs> Bury. Bury. bury, bury, I want to bury. I'm going to, to bury. And I bury this. And bury for the weekend. I know people say bury. He was I buried. Say, what do I say? Bury, bury, bury. What do you say? Buried, bury. No, same as you. Put over. He went. Paul Cunningham wants to put over Montez Ford's ridiculous frog splash that's higher than Matt Riddle and RVD put together. He means higher th- on drugs. Where's Monty Ford? Who is Monty Ford? Is he on NXT? He's on uh, Coronation Street. <laughs> You know, been watching it. He's on Coronation Street. He's gone out with Gail. Who did he get a fast line? He's gone out with Gail. Gail Sean, Sean wants to bury the fact that in every feud there is more than two people involved and matches always get un- interrupted because of this. What? And he wants to put over R-Truth for always being funny as fuck and make me actually enjoy a segment and roll. Aye, R-Truth is Mate, fucking... Mate, he's a bad. Did... Mate, he's the bad. You know, you had vape inside your mouth. This is the problem with the fucking vaping. Normally you would go, mate, he's a man. Aye. But because you had vaping your mouth, you went, mate, he's a man. Because you were keeping the fucking steam. Because you were keeping the fucking devil steam inside your fucking throat, mate. Can I tell you my truth story? Mm-hmm. Right. Only if it's... I've uh, probably told mate, it before, have I? Only if it is an R line. This is very much an R truth. Right, right. So, when I was young, right, see when I was 12, mm-hmm. I went and messaged this, I went and emailed this wrestling journalist and I said, look, I'm a, re- I'm a journalist in Scotland, I'm going through my degree, and I was only 12, right, I'm going through my degree and I'm doing journalism at uni and all that, I want to do a couple of interviews with some wrestlers, can you give me their phone numbers? This is fucking unreal, <laughs> Right, and he gave me Terry Funk's phone number, he gave me R-Truth's. He gave out the phone numbers? <laughs> he gave me their phone numbers, right, and he gave me, who was it, who was it, Terry Funk? Uh, Arthur and Jerry Lynn, right? right? So, me and my mates, right? We're only 12 at the time, right? And I was like, ah, much money you got? £3. My mate, Big Dave, how much you got? £4. 
you got three pound, right? So we had about twelve pound, right? Mm-hmm. So we went to the phone box. Hold on, hold on. Three pound, four pound, three pound. That's ten pound, mate. Oh, sorry. It was definitely twelve pound. Right. I think Hammy might have had five pound then, right? Because Hammy we always had two, a couple of pound mail on us because he, I can't remember. He just gave me a pocket money. Then I said, anyway, we go to the phone box, right? And I, I fucking was like, so, you know, you need to put in twelve pound to get to kick it off because your phone in America. You know right, what I mean? You I can't just put in yeah. fifty pence, mate. Right. You're no phoning. You know, down the turn, you're phoning America, right? Aye, aye, aye. So I phones our truth, right? And <laughs> it went. You have reached voicemail of I'm like a butterfly away. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know where my home is. I don't know where my I'm like a butterfly away. Nelly Furtado. Aye, Nelly Furtado, right? And I went beep, and I went. I got my shout it so I'll trip you funny. Oh no, it would have been <laughs> key quick at the time. Key quick, you funny. Right, or something like that, right? I shot yeah, it but... and hung up, and we ran away. You know, that's if the post were going to come and get us, right? <laughs> But years later, years later, years later, right? Years later, I tweeted after him and I went, mate, <laughs> did your voicemail used to be uh, nearly for third of all? Like a bird. And he did like one tweeted and went, man, how you know that? <laughs> how fucking funny is that, man? <laughs> That's an amazing story, mate. See, for the patrons, I'll get the tweet up because I've got the tweet. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Beautiful. Mere glory for the patrons. Uh, Mikey wants to bury Grado for the singing of Hail Hail and of Apen last week. I never sang Hail Hail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did, Just comes across me, man. <laughs> Uh, and he wants to put over AEW's tag team division the only thing keep me interested in AEW at the minute oh dear especially the Dark Order and the Lucha Brothers Andy Clark wants to put over AEW as well storytelling has gotten better in my opinion apart from Dark Order that can fuck off he says Uh, Mox and Jericho outstanding Matt Hardy for his YouTube promos Matt Jackson taking Sammy G's he'd clean off was class as well and he wants to bury Rangers (laughs) <laughs> for, for being pure utter crud as Grado would say that's Grado. definitely a wrestling fan comment on football I think Rangers <laughs> I think Rangers are doing just fine I think Rangers are doing just fine I think they're at their level they're at their level Pablo's vault of horror uh, I'd like to put over Roman Reigns for being one year in remission yes well done mate and I'd like to bury Drake the rapper the bell end who went out to a basketball game with two WWE belts. What? Proper weapon. Turned up with two with replica, replica belts. belts. You're kidding me on. Well, Pablo says, fair enough if you're about the hoose. Aye. But out and about, pure ball bag. Oh, my. Which one does he go? Looking at the foot He's here. got the North American title and he's got the... Why has he got that? No. It's not even the ultra deluxe ones anyway. Here the, here's the revelation about this for huh? me. Isn't he? That Drake was walking about with the two bells. It's Pablo's admission that he cuts about the hoose. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough if you're a bit of us, cutting about his fucking kitchen like that. He's two fucking belts. And you want a cup of tea? You want a cup of tea here with your fucking She's belts on your shoulders? He's like, put it, put that belt down. Put that down. You're not bringing Get any, that off. You're not bringing any belts into bed again tonight. <laughs> Get that, huh? <laughs> Sandy wants to put our Eddie Kingston and NWA. What a promo the guy is. He's a is. great promo. And end time he's on, I'm invested. NWA rules. 
He wants to bury Humberto Carrillo. Good in the ring. I don't see the hype behind him. I'm just not interested at all. Only been watchable recently because of Angel Garza. Angel Garza is one of the most handsome wrestlers in the Angel planet. Angel Garza. Hold on. Is Angel Garza Hector Garza's nephew? Ah, I was in TNW. Angel Garza. He's so, he's so gorgeous. Sean wants to put over Shinsuke Nakamura for taking that hellish-looking bump on the piano in SmackDown. You don't fucking put over a guy for taking a bump like that. Whose nah, piano was it? That wasn't and whose piano. It was they were having a fucking match. It was like uh, they had musical instruments out and all that. It was a lot of garbage. A music match. It was a lot of symphony of destruction. Symphony of destruction. Wow, that's it was just very a, incredible. A horrible fucking bump he took in the piano, and everybody involved should be hanging their head in shame. Extremely online wants to put over Drew's interview on Raw. Came across as super likable. And his interview was a sit-down interview. It was good. Was he talking like if he's for air or if he's for temper? He he wasn't talking like he was for air. I don't think we'll ever hear Drew speak like he's for Presswick again. Well, quite right, I know, man. Quite right, I know. You think so? If I was working in the WWE. You think so? If I was working in the WWE. What would you do with your accent? uh, If I was working in the WWE, I'd talk like this. Let's say I came out as a manager. It's hard, mate. If I came out as a manager on WWE, let's say, and I was managing, who would I be managing? Let's say I was managing Seamus, right? Big Seamus. Uh, right? Hugh Wood, well of, seen, fuck's right? sake. A couple of good Tims, right? Together, right? So we're there. Um, and we call ourselves, we'd have a faction. It'd be me and Seamus. We'd probably do it like next year, after next year. Me and Seamus and a faction, we'd have eight other guys in it and we'd call ourselves 10 in a row, right? We'd call ourselves <laughs> 10 in a row. And I'd, <laughs> and I'd come out and I'd be like, you know, they call us 10 in a row. And the reason why they call us 10 in a row is when you knock one of us down, there's another nine to take over. That's the way I talk. And, and it fucking, I'm not going to come and go like that. That's impressive. Here's why they call us 10 in a row. It's because, uh, well, if, if you know Lanny is out, there's going to be Mary's coming like and hanging me. And um, what was I saying again? I'm trying to put it straight. I'm not going to fucking get anywhere doing that. Shame is that song. <laughs> right. Uh, Chris. Wants to put over Chris, just Chris. Come on, we need your surnames here, guys. Little step up, take some. It's just Chris. It's just Chris. Chris wants to put over Tyson Fury, showing that that win over Braun Strowman was no fluke. Did you see that Deontay Wilder blamed his big fucking costume? Aye, come I mean, on, that's man. A that's a redneck. But what a costume! I love that costume as well. It was scary. I loved that. But did he not just cut about the house with to try it? Well, you would Just think to he practice would. it, you know what I mean? Definitely Pablo would. Pablo, Pablo's Aye. probably fucking ordered one <laughs> off eBay already. We're not about a house, man. He's like, hey, Making... I'm fucking Wilder was right, man. Can you wait? I can shag you in an after wearing this all day. I'm bust. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved about that Tyson Fury fight, by the way. Was the fact he did that fucking singing American Pie at the end of it, right? He always does that, doesn't he? And he was giving, he likes a wee song, right? But it's the fact the Americans are all watching and he's like, Bye bye, Mr. American Pie. Drove my Chevy and it gets to the end of that bit and they're like, Yeah, he's done. And then he goes, So my more on the next fucking verse. Hey, they're all like, They're all talking to him, man. He wants to sing on it. like, He's not going to fucking sing a whole fucking song, is he? And everybody's everybody's getting that fucking look in their eyes, like, What do we do? We need to fucking choke this cunt out fucking get him to stop fucking singing. And how did he know the words, you know? It's mental, isn't it? Hey, do you know what I can't get over? Tyson Fury only being the same age as me. I cannot get over that. Know, because in my head, he's like in his 40s. Aye, I know. I know. So I'm just like, you know what I mean? It's mental to think that when I was in primary seven, he was in primary seven, I got into first year. You know what I mean? When you were two years old, he was, was two, two years, years old, old as well. Wow. He was, he was two years old. When you were like six, Tyson Fury was six. When 9 11 happened, he was the same age as me. Aye. When, uh, when Tyson Fury got his first gobble, you were getting your first gobble. Was the same last Probably he probably got same it. Same room. Same he night. probably he there's probably a good 
amount of years difference between when Tyson Fury <laughs> got a gobble and when I did I'm going to put it out there <laughs> right uh, Chris wants to bury Alvarez and Meltzer's constant obsession with TV ratings there has never been so much choice of amazing wrestling available to everyone yet they constantly bury everything based on its TV rating you're absolutely right we're tired it's, it's, it's all we're tired it's old news we're tired it's old news nobody watches the, the telly no nobody watches the telly no know what I mean I've not watched Raw as well in about fucking 15 years. The only thing people watch these days are things like, I don't know, like video footage of podcasts on on Patreon. Aye, that's... They watch that. They watch that now. You hang me. You know what I mean? You get to see hang me. But you need to, you need to, you need to get in, you need to get into the Aye, fucking VIP to... club, you know what I mean? Aye. You need to pay a wee bit of hangway to get it, but first, don't you? Wrestling daft merch. No, while you're watching Super Showdown. <laughs> Super Showdown. <laughs> Fucking Sean Connery's back. Oh, yeah. Watching Super Showdown or AEW's Revolution this weekend. Why not get into the mood by wearing your own Wrestling Daft t-shirt? You can get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash wrestling daft. And all the designs include catchphrases from the show, like, I'm a mark. I've never said that. I'm a take the bump for you. Said that once. Chips, cheese and donor meat. That's the best my favourite t-shirt. And of course, Margaret Erefiend. Which I am now pointing out on camera for people who are on. The Patreon. So be like Jen. Be like Jen. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> a proper fucking inception fucking thing and if you do buy a t-shirt please send us a picture on social media so you can join our hall of fame right big thanks to Mark Ray by the way Ray R-A-E who got himself an I'm a Mark t-shirt see what he did there because his uh, name is Mark. Mark so if your name's Mark or you just love wrestling daft get on board and cut up at the house shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash wrestling daft <laughs> It's time now for our list of wrestling daft. So, as you know, by the way, we've just launched our Patreon, and if you sign up for $4 a month, you can now get to vote on what our list of wrestling daft is going to be. So this week we asked the patrons to vote between Ric Flair's greatest moments as a nature boy, because he turned... <laughs> what? I've read this wrong. <laughs> this week we asked you to vote between Ric Flair's greatest moments, as the nature boy turned 71 this week, and your most memorable match spot off the back of Cody's moonsault for the cage last week, right? And the votes are in. Here's the drum roll. With 100% of the vote, 100% of the vote, you overwhelmingly decided that we talk about the most memorable spots in wrestling. Now, Grado, what, what, what do we mean by a spot? Now, a spot can be taken in many different angles, yeah? It can be a certain specific part of the match where, you know, we can join one move that leads on to another move. Those moves can join and they become a spot. It doesn't have to be moves. It could be a facial expression. It could be something with the referee. Mm -hmm. It could be anything at all. That An event, a moment, a, a moment in the yeah. match, a moment in the overall story that you know moves the story That's on. That's a spot. It's a spot. No, I think uh, when a lot of people think about spots, they think about high spots. I Aye. think that's the problem. So I don't know what the listeners have been saying about their favourite spots or anything like that, but I'm going to guess that quite a lot of them are going to be like, 
when this guy fell a hundred yeah. feet onto a fucking bin, when this guy, there's got to be a lot of that. Now, so hold on, so people didn't want to hear about Ric Flair's greatest moments? No, they didn't. Because the first thing I thought of when I heard that was, I was thinking about the time Ric Flair got married, I think was it two years ago, and he was winching fuck out his bird. It's 70 oh, year right, old aye. man and sticking the tongue down the woman's throat. You seen that? You think that's one of his greatest moments? It's hot. <laughs> aye. He, he was showing, I'm alive. Aye. My, my fucking tongue's still working. Full of eckies. Yeah, full of eckies. Space Mountain is still open. So here's my top three wrestling spots of all time, right? And I, you know, and I feel like I have to, there's no high spots in mine at all. Boo. No, you would think about number one has to be, of course. Mick Foley, hell in a cell, coming off the top. You're expecting that, right? But I deliberately went, I'm not fucking picking any of them, right? My number three is <laughs> WrestleMania 31 and Randy Orton's RKO on Seth Rollins right from the curb stomp. Oh, that was cool. Do you remember? <laughs> Seth Rollins came in for the curb stomp. Randy Orton used the power of his fucking neck muscles to push Seth Rollins up in the air. Straight on the RKO, bang, done. Crowd went mental, crowd went bananas. Randy Orton went bananas. Didn't even go straight for the pin. Hi, he done all that we see. He was fucking, he was like, fucking, did you see that? Aye, aye, aye. Then pinned him. One, two, three. That for was a beautiful, a clean. Great spot. One, two, three. Also, I think anything in wrestling is made better be that outdoors fucking blue sky. Well, what I was thinking, was that the, that the the thing that I can take away from that spot when I remember it, is it was outside, wasn't it? It was outside Aye. and it was during the day. Aye. And there's just something, Aye. something special about that. It is special, but at the same time, then Triple H and Sting was on and it was outside and I don't think it looked as good because... It depends on the kind of match, doesn't it? Aye. When it, hits to, when it comes Sting to should have been out in, the, in darkness. When it comes towards your main event kind of stuff, you want the, you want the light to come down. You know, Aye, when, when Taker stuff, comes on, right? I mean, it's, it's, no, it's no cool seeing Taker in daylight, isn't it? No. Coming, out, I think, coming out with his fucking Bermuda trunk zone, uh, in the fucking uh, shade zone. When he wrestled A-Train and, oh, look at that, look at the time to run. Aye. We get, uh, if you're watching this on video, uh, if you're one of our patrons, you can see that we're actually get uh, uh, an image from the match, and it's a very high resolution. Really? <laughs> it's a very high res image. You can pick out everybody in the crowd. Lot. That's it's fucking... absolutely beautiful. Right, so that's my number three. My number two. You ready for my number two? Ah. My number two is from WrestleMania 24. Right, when was that? 24. Where was that again? WrestleMania 24. Was that the Ric Flair? Sean, you gonna say, "I'm sorry, I love you." I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's special. That, is, that was great. That is special. That was my number one until like about an hour ago, you know, where I changed my mind. But that 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 is a fucking spot for me. That's beautiful, isn't it? Storytelling, uh, culminating in this conclusive moment. Yeah, a guy's entire fucking career, really. You know what I mean? And it's beautifully constructed. It's not just the fact that Shawn Michaels says, "I'm sorry, I love you," and then delivers the move. It's the fact that before that, Ric Flair stands up and he's greeting mm -hmm. and he's fucking shaking. He's like shaking. He's still got that fight and he's like the last wee embers are glowing within him. It's fucking beautiful. Aye. It's beautiful. I'm I'm excited to hear what's number one because I would say that's probably my number one. It was my number one until no I knew it. No but... But then I'm thinking philosophically here, mate, right? And my number one <laughs> is Kabashi versus Suzuki. Oh, fuck off. January the 8th, 2005. <laughs> 
その喉元をつかんでゴール Now, the reason why I've chosen this match, which isn't even the, re- the reason why I've chosen this spot, is because it isn't even Kabashi's greatest match, right? But there's something very special about this match because Suzuki came into this as a guy who. As I'm wrestling him in April. I know, him. mate, I know. Suzuki came into this as a guy who was not expected to beat Kabashi, right? But he came into this as a guy who was like devious in the ring. And would maybe be able to outwit Kabashi in some ways. He's no, no strong as Kabashi, no, no as fire as Kabashi. The story that gets told in this match is fucking amazing because Kabashi is just trying to wreck and dismantle this guy using his power, right? Mm-hmm. And Suzuki puts up a great fight. They go through it, they go through the whole match, right? It comes up to the conclusion of the match, and it's just this beautiful moment at the end of the, end of the match where Suzuki gets dragged up to his feet by Kabashi and he does these slaps, he slaps Kabashi right in the face. But it's these, he's got nothing left, man. It's, it's these wee saft, wee slaps right in his face, right? right. And Kabashi just grabs him, right. right? And fucking holds him steady. And fucking Larius is head fucking right off his shoulders. You've got John Green. And the reason why I chose that is because, see if I was running wrestling, mate. See if I was in charge of fucking wrestling. Right. Almost every match would end like that. That's all I need. I don't need to see a guy coming 40 feet off the top of a fucking cage. What I need is a competitive fucking fight that everybody's invested in. And then at the end, a guy just doing something simple to put the other guy down. Nay fucking about, just like, I am going to fucking bang. You. bang. Right, well, anyway, here's what the punters had to say. Gredo. Dylan Gemmel is going to go ahead and put old Joey Janela getting his bare feet slammed into thumbtacks by Mox at Fight Fair. Oh, fuck, that's horrible doing that. It's just nonsense. Isn't it? I seen I, I seen Iceman do that in command like Grand Hall. In front of about two hundred folk, man. I was like, what? Well, he's do you know what? In the thumbtacks. Aye. Do you know what I'm saying? At the time, I was like fourteen. And I was a wee guy, man. I was gone bush for it. it was amazing. But now when I act it, I was like, man, you had to drive him that night. <laughs> <laughs> had to fucking walk in his ice cream van that night. <laughs> 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 what I mean? Derek Welsh. Says Edge's spear for the ladder to Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania 17. Beast. That was cool. That was good. Uh, Fraser Colvin. Obvious ones, but Mankind after Cell or Shane after Titan. That was good. Was that SummerSlam or something like that? Steve Blackman. Shane okay. after Titan Tron is good, but there's just. I, I does that be a little bit Does that be moment? <laughs> does that be moment where it goes. He goes, he goes no. bunk and then he goes. Kind of goes. <laughs> it's a weird wee hesitant bit. Um, <laughs> but it's still brilliant. What a brave boy. John mm. Montgomery, Abdullah the Butcher. Listen, see if fucking sh- if, if uh, Vince McMahon was your dad, isn't he? What you'd be fucking? I'd be like, I'm no fucking doing that. I'll be, I'm getting carried about getting fed grapes because uh, I'm no, no fucking drapping off. Uh, John Montgomery says Abdullah the Butcher being electrocuted in Halloween Havoc '91 gave me nightmares. That did. I mean, that is one of the worst matches ever. It's brilliant. I love it. Neil Logan, Shane McMahon's elbow at Backlash 2001. What? At the big elbow trap. Oh. Way, 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 way up, um, Who did he wrestle then? I can't remember. Was it was it Big Show? No. It was Big Show. Was it Big Which Show? way did he go? Ho, 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 ho. Which way did he go? Uh, Michael McLaughlin, one of your patrons. Hey, Michael, how you doing? One of your VIPs. Hey, Michael, VIP. bro. Hey, Michael. Hey, we love Welcome. you, Mike. Uh, the one that sticks out for me most of the recent years is Mania 31. Randy Orton reversing a curb stomp for Seth Rollins into an RKO. That's our patrons, all right? There we go. There they we know are. the score. You know the score. Mark McBride, Wolfgang doing a swanton bomb onto a washing machine at Fear and Loathing last year. Aye, man, that, that was, was good, great. That was cool. Andy says, Rikishi's big cage splash on Val Venus at Fully Loaded 2000. That was mental. Uh, big man doing that. Just seeing a man that big do a splash for that high up, thought either one of them had to have been dead. Uh, you'd be shiting yourself being Val Venus, wouldn't you? Oh, aye. Shiting yourself? Aye. 
Jimmy McKinley, Jeff Hardy, Swanton Bomb for the Toronto to Abyss. Bound for Glory 2005. Do you I do, actually, I. I was going to do something similar in my match about Florida with Abyss, but we could tell no. <laughs> Sean says, take a throw and fall off hell in a cell. Nothing else comes close for me. What, you mean no even a, a lariat after Kenna Kibashi comes close to fully getting flung off that cell? Craig Meekle says, eh, Big Show and Brock off the top rope. That was good. Was oh, that when the ring collapsed? No, That was a good spot, wasn't it? Scottish Siren watched Sarah Logan, at that time known as Crazy Mary Dobson. See, I, I think Sarah Logan's really good. Aye, she's brilliant. She got a lady part staple during the match with Jimmy Havoc and Jack Jester. Oh, was it the garage, I think? Also the first King Insanity match, particularly when Stevie Boy put Chris Renfrew through part of the stage. That was it the Hydro, was it? Mm, might have been. Robert Gillen says, Grado downing Iron Brew, then leaping off a height above the merch table at Shug's House Party, possibly. That against was Ryan. That's one of the ones that I always put on at House Parties. See when folk go, are you wrestling that? And I'm like, aye, we touch with your ass. That's yeah, me jumping off the stage, man. Oh, I don't have You never seen it? Yeah, what fucking house parties? <laughs> Let's talk about these fucking house parties. Me, flat. Yeah, you have an easy house parties, eh? Right, everybody, it's quarter Come to right. 12. Gonna uh, order you all a wee chips and cheese to share. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've done some crazy spots, mate, yourself. Aye, mate. You've done it, you've done it. What's what? How do you, how do you psych yourself Shh, up to do that? Go on, man, fuck it. <laughs> do you need to visualise it? Do you do that whole visualisation thing that Mick Foley does? Well, ah, uh, see how that, that the, I'm pointing as if it's up on the screen, but he's having to go right on the screen. When I've done the, the, Leap off the stage with Iron Brew. Mm-hmm. Now, the doctor, I wrestled Drew Galloway at TNA through the week, right? It was the Wednesday, and it was a, it's a spot where he's, I'm on top of the rope, and uh, basically, Drew is like his feet are tied up on the rope, the top rope. <laughs> now, I'm not explaining this good at all, right? But basically, fucking German men concussed me, right? Nobody's fault, right? And I was concussed, fuck, and I was backstage, and I was talking a lot of shit. And the doctor says, "Look, you're concussed." He said, "Don't want you flying. I don't want you wrestling." Mm-hmm. Of course, the next night I flew, like nine hours home, and then two days later I had to wrestle, and I wrestled Bram, and that was the, that match with the spot, right. and I was already concussed. And when I, I must have just have been still fucking the oh, effects yeah. of it, aye, man, because I was no fear, and I done it. And what happened was when I came down, my feet. Coat the bottom of the table, so I went like that. Like my head went, my head went, my, I sprung my, my legs, sprung, and my head came flying head first and smashed it off the flare. My head smashed right off the flare, <sighs> so I was concussed again. Man, it was blood coming out my nose, and ear. it was horrible. Man, it was horrible. I remember just after it going, the fuck did I do that for? I need to go to hospital. I never went to hospital, I survived, but I don't think I'll be doing that again. But mate, it was fucking worth it because Robert Gillen just. Aye, just go and touch about it. You thanks, Rob. You've made it all worthwhile. You impressed him. It is now time for your chance Okay To win a crate of beer Crate of beer 52 In our match of the week Last week's match of the week was what Grado described as his worst match ever At TNA's Bound for Glory 2017 As he took on Abyss and a Monsters Ball match We asked you to give it a Dave Meltzer style 5 star rating Congratulations to Pablo Bonzo On Twitter 
One star. He gave it. I've seen stronger matches and a box of swans. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now we have more chances for you to win. Be a repick a classic wrestling match to watch, and all you have to do is answer a question on it. Everybody who gets the right answer will go on to the draw to win the beer. You can enter by checking out the match and answering the question on the Wrestling Daft Facebook page or replying to the tweet on Twitter at Wrestling Daft. One I've just got that box of swans as the maker of the uh, match. So yeah, that's fucking funny. Winners must be over 18 and stay in the UK, of course. Now, what is your match, Gredo? What are you picking for us this week? Are you alright? <laughs> um, thank. Right. What match mm-hmm. did the Radicals interrupt when they debuted on Raw um. in February 2? That's actually. It's already a match, isn't it? Well, that's, no, match, that's good. What match was it? Now, that's an interesting angle on like, the match of the week. The match of the week. Because it was a. a and it's, a, and it's, a tw- it's a 20 year anniversary. It's the 20, the 20, right, so, the 20 year anniversary of the Radicals, WCW, um, Benoit, Perry Saturn and Eddie don't Guerrero. Say that, don't say that, Oh, shit, aye. I mean, just Perry Saturn, um, Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko. They, just day three, they jumped uh, for WCW to WWF um, and they interrupted, they were sitting front row at Raw and they interrupted a match. Now, my question to you guys is, what match was that? Find um, out what match that is, watch that match. And then tell us, right? Aye. How you think that match would have ended if the Radicals didn't get involved. Ah, that's good. If Perry Sarton and Dean Malenko Aye. and Eddie Guerrero hadn't got involved. What would have happened? Because those three guys had no replies, aren't it? Yeah. You. So is, is it not the New Age Outlaws versus... Oh, no, no, no. Don't fucking spoil it. Don't tell oh, me. Right, okay. They're going to have to find that out themselves. Right. And you can get free beer, f- beer 52 as well, by the way. All you need to do is go to beer52.com slash wrestling and we can sort out free beers for you. Just cover the 4 95 for the postage. Well, you can pay in that as well. And as you're a wrestling daft listener, we'll give you two extra free beers in your first box. So that's a total of 10 free beers. So shut up. It's a, mon- <laughs> it's a monthly subscription service for beer so just go to beer52.com slash wrestling to get your first case of 10 beers absolutely zilch. for free zilcho alright folks now we want to be talking to these listeners out there that are listening to the show um, and you know there was some discussion about calling this segment Mark of the Week but uh, we're not into not that my watch. we're not into that no. uh, so we're just going to call it Punter of the Week because we want to create this beautiful rapport this is a year I've said this in a previous episode year of the fan this is the year of engaging with the fans and, and getting and creating a community here a wrestling daft a community of daftness right okay. so uh, we're going to go and talk to one of our listeners now for the very very first Punter of the Week and it is one mister Billy. Billy Strachan. It's the bold Billy himself. How are you doing, Billy, mate? Hello, I'm, I'm great, thank you. This is something we want to do. We want to have a wee chat with the listeners. I know. The regular. Who have we got to talk to him about? What have you been watching wrestling-wise? Uh, oh, God. I think I watch less wrestling than Rado at the moment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God almighty. <laughs> Aye. Do you just watch the old stuff? Um, yeah, we've been watching uh, that Ruthless Aggression doc. That's just on, uh, how amazing is that? That's so good. that's just what I've just been talking about there just now. I think that's the documentaries is worth the tenner a month for the network. I don't bother about the latest stuff. I like watching the old stuff in the documentaries. I think it's cracking. It's brilliant value for money. That WWE Network. I know you, Billy Strachan. Have you not yes. got? Have you not got a, a blog or something like that? Are you yes, are you so called Billy Strachan? Are you called Billy Strachan OSVW or something like that on Twitter? It was. It's now Scottish Wrestling Network. Ah, oh, ah. you're the Scottish Wrestling Network guy. Oh, Wait, mate. Well, so you basically, you basically, um, if there's any events announced, you you you, you promote it, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. he's a man. Tell us about the Scottish Wrestling Network and tell me what you're doing with that. He makes life hell of a lot easier for me because I just need to retweet what he tweets. So I don't need to um, right. brilliant. Pretty, pretty much that. Um, <laughs> I've got a, a group of guys that, that can uh, that write previews. I do writing as well. Um, but we just pretty much speak Scottish wrestling because uh, I love it. I've, I've done it since... Well, I've done those sites since 2013. But I started good shows in 2012. So. Exactly. What was your first Scottish show you went to see? Um, it was it was a show in Perth. It was SWE, Aye. Uh, and it had Roddy Piper, Tatanka, uh, Ted DiBiase, and Chavo Guerrero on it. Aye, oh. I remember that. When would that have been? Was 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 that in two thousand and twelve, or was it a couple of years yeah, later? Aye, twelve. Uh, because I would he call the guy big big day big Braveheart. He he used to get like a kind of a Tatanka or a Million Dollar Man or a Rand... Um, I think you've been in a few of them. Aye, aye, because I've done a show with... You're saying um, he's a mark? <laughs> no. You're saying Big Braveheart's a mark? I'm not calling Big Braveheart a mark. He's always been nice I'll to me. He's it. a nice guy. I'll say it. He's a nice Is guy. Is he the guy that dresses up as Hitman? Aye. He's a fucking mark. <laughs> in fact, I'll say it. I don't need to fucking worry about politics nor a Braveheart. Does he still promote? Because I still want bookings here. I don't, he's going to Does suck he still my promote? Dad. As far as I'm aware, he does. Braveheart. Oh, shit. Braveheart. I'm not get in fucking Bret Hart's gear off, you fucking mark. You're fucking embarrassing yourself. You've been embarrassing yourself for years. I'd look at these posters and see him on it and be like, What's this fucking cunt dressed up as Bret Hart for? I heard that that guy, Braveheart, had fucking Bret Hart on his fucking show and wore Bret Hart's clays in fucking front of him. It's a fucking. What? <laughs> that's, that's nearly as bad as uh, Ross. Grado agrees with me. Grado agrees with me. No, I don't. I don't. That's nearly as bad as Ross Watson selling Rey Mysterio masks when I showed that Rey Mysterio was on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the, I like that We can have seen up there. It's good. That I, I remember being on the same show as, uh, what do you call Randy Savage's brother again? What's his name? Uh, Lanny Poffo. Lanny Poffo, man. They brought out Lanny Poffo, man. And you know what? He was all G'd up to make his entrance. He was so nervous because he was scared in case, you know, people wouldn't remember him and stuff like that. And I was talking to him going, mate, you're dead brilliant. And all that. The next minute his music played. And he totally missed his cue to come out, and I was like, and I was, he was like, "Where's the entrance way?" And I was like, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," and he went, "Fuck it," and he just went through this wee fire exit bit instead of the main Titantron. Totally missed his whole entrance because he was stunning talking to me, and he just came out this wee <laughs> side entrance bit. Man, they had made this big Titantron for him, right? Man, his big moment, and he comes out the fucking. He blew it. The, he comes out the fucking middle of this little Johnny's cupboard. Mate, listen, I've not got you in trouble with your Scottish Wrestling Network by slagging off Braveheart, did I? I've, I've annoyed that many folk already. I'm, right. I'm sure, I'm sure Braveheart knows it's just a business anyway. It's just boys being it's just boys being the boys. You know what? It? This is going to lead to this is going to lead to wrestling daft live, and we're going to have Braveheart, the Scottish Braveheart, Big Dave fighting you. That's it'll do me. It's going to make money, mate. I, look, I, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm always trying to work myself into some kind of match. So, what are you looking forward to this year, wrestling wise, mate? This year, um, I've got a few shows that I'm planning to go to. Uh, after the Anarchy, uh, WrestleZone. That's always good. Who have, they, have they announced any uh, Yanks? No, I think they're announcing it at uh, the Rumble, which is a couple, of, oh, a couple of weeks away. Right, okay. Aye, so there's always the Rumble before the Aberdeen Anarchy, isn't there? No, I love Aye. going up to Aberdeen because see how the, the fans in Aberdeen at WrestleZone, they all know the storylines. They all, they, you know what I mean? They'll go, we, and they know all the characters and stuff like that. There's Big Walter there. Big Walter's brilliant, man. Um Crusher Crabe, man, he's f- all the all, all the folk know him, know his character and stuff, and it's brilliant. So, mate, if you could change anything, you're obviously very into the wrestling, and you, you say you don't really keep up with yeah. much at, at the minute, right? You don't you don't kind of keep up with what's happening, right? 
um, and the American shows that we talk about a lot here. Right? What, what would make you just tune in on the regular? What, what, what are you looking well, for? At, at the moment, I'm, I'm kind. Of, this is the time of year where I actually watch a little bit more than usual because it's Rumble to WrestleMania season. To WrestleMania, baby. And I'm staying up for for WrestleMania, of course, because Drew's going to win. So I've got to stay up to watch that. It's a big moment. What if Drew Disney win, but mate? Um, I'll probably wake up my wife and my dog as I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> Should you win it? Uh, I think you will. Mate, listen, thanks so much for taking some time out of your, uh, out of your lunch to come and chat to us. Will you come on again sometime? Because we want to keep in touch with the Absolutely. fans. Absolutely. Absolutely, but not even hesitating. Um, we're, we're going to number. So you let's see it. Let's promote your tweet, your Twitter, because Aye. if there's any fans here listening and they want to know that any Scottish events that are happening wrestling wise, then this is the, the account to follow because he basically knows every show that's happening in town. So yep. you want to know where you can see El Grado, the big man knows. What's your Twitter? Uh, it's at Scott Resnet. There you go. Put Scottish Wrestling Network into Twitter. It'll It'll find it. It'll Easy. S-C-O-T-W-R-E-S-N-E-T. That's what you want to be following on Twitter. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, Billy. Thanks Perfect. very much, my Thank man. You You're the man. Thank Speak you, soon, pal. Bye-bye. See you again. Bye. Well, that's been a fantastic episode of Wrestling Daft Grado. I have had a lot of fun today, by the way. I've oh, been laughing a lot. Man, I've been so stressed because I was late and I'm just, I get the feeling I'm going to get here and you're just going to go, this is it, man. I'm biding this podcast because you're always hoffing all late. But you knew, you turned up, you, you realised everything's all right. Of course everything's all right. We were able to relax and have a great show and have a good laugh. I've actually had a good laugh this week. It's been good, man. Um, it's always nice to have a good laugh. Is there anything, anything you want to leave his way before you go? Um, any, just buy tickets to my pavilion show buy tickets to Grado's big pavilion show it's on the 15th of March because right? there's going to be plenty of surprises and shit you've got loads of them <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a live match, I've got a live uh, show of Uncles at the Tramway that night however it sold out so you can't get into that anyway <laughs> oh, so you what? might as well go along and see Grado's show you might as well see that um, maybe I'll catch it sold out I, maybe I'll, I'm, if I'm going to be in tune that night at the Tramway doing that show maybe I'll catch up with you Maybe I'll come to your show. Or I can't get in it, so do it. What time is the pavilion show on it? It's only in the afternoon. Is it only in the afternoon? I have your show. Doesn't even clash, it's a night. That's what I mean. Doesn't even clash. So you could go and see Grado's thing, then you could come and That's try and get saying. into Uncles at the Tramway, which you couldn't get into because it sold it. Aye, and so, then can you maybe do something for. So see people that have listened to us and they buy a ticket, can they then now, now go to Uncles and get a free picture with you and Ian? Can you sort that? No. No. <laughs> I'm only joking I'm very, He's only joking I'm very likeable And gregarious in real life I just kid on him A baddie on this show I would like to apologise To everybody I've offended Especially brave huh? On this show That guy phoning in uh, The guy uh, Aberdeen Bret Hart I'd like to apologise To all of Dundee mate Oh Dundee Bret Hart Whatever it is Chufter Bret Hart I'd like to apologise To all of um, I was only joking I'm only kidding yeah, on only joking. I'm only kidding On him a baddie M- moving, moving on to the end of the show, I, I've only one mere thing to say. To you, Gredo. Oh fuck, listener, listener of the week. week. Of course, I'm forgetting about the listener of the week. Where's your birthday? <clears throat> Mine's 29th of July. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet you out my Amazon wish list another time <laughs> so people can buy me some prezzies. Oh wait a minute, I know who listener of the week is, and it's not just because he's a patron. It's nothing to do with him being a patron. It's because he also picked. For the best spot, the RKO. Aye. I, I think Michael McLaughlin. I would say Michael McLaughlin is a listener of the week. Right. Right. Michael, well done, mate. Well you've, done. You've, you know your stuff. Credo uh, one, may I think to say to you mm-hmm. before we wrap it up today? It's yourself! Overo! It's yourself! Overo! Overo! No, what's Credo's other catchphrase? Oi. Hell! Hell! Thanks for listening, Wrestling Daff. We'll catch you next time! See ya!